1: What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. The Dubs lose Game 6 in the NBA Finals to the Toronto Raptors in one hell of a game. Tons of drama. Probably the best game of the entire Finals. Going to cover that, give you some post-game sound as well. It's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. If you're looking for Locked On Warriors or any of the other shows we got on the Locked On Network, what you need to do is download the new podcasting app, Himalaya. It is free, super easy to use, has every single podcast you love and are searching for. It also has personally curated playlists made just for you, themed collections uh, to help you with podcast discovery, such as mystery, thrillers, sports. You can follow your favorite shows and creators. You can like and comment. So why don't you go ahead, download Himalaya, follow Locked On Warriors, and uh, give me a like and a comment too, just to, you know, help my vanity, especially after the Warriors just lost the finals. (laughs) And mentioning those Locked On podcast shows, we have Locked On NBA, which is now running our Locked On NBA mock draft. you got all the local experts in every draft room. We're also doing trades. We're giving you expert player breakdowns from SI.com's Jeremy Wu plus Josh Lloyd gives you the fantasy breakdown from the Locked On Fantasy basketball desk, and it's all on Locked On NBA. Uh, The Warriors, they will have the Warriors pick on June 18th. So that's Tuesday, a couple days from now. But uh, go ahead and check out their other podcasts as well because they've got every single pick covered. So the Warriors lose the 2019-18-19 NBA Finals to the Toronto Raptors in six games. It, uh, you know, it sucks, but it sucks, but, but, it's a game of attrition. That's what the NBA is. That's what the finals are. And the Warriors just eventually were losing too many bodies. At the end, it became, you know, a Steph who did not have his best series or his best game in Game 6. Uh, but at the same time, part of the reason was because they were able to focus so much on him because Kevin Durant was out, and eventually Clay was out. Uh, Kevon Looney, toughen it through. Kevon Looney is a badass. I just have to say that. The way he's played, the way he's gone out there and played, and continued to put it on the line with that injury. Uh, You know, they've made it some very specific injury, but all I know is it's like shoulder, chest. He's in a ton of pain, but he's playing through it. Uh, There just was not enough bodies, not enough spacing, not enough shooting, and uh, Toronto was able to get it done. Congrats to Toronto. Um, I kind of said, I think I said it on one of the crossover episodes, losing to Toronto is like the least bad choice, you know, out of those four Eastern Conference teams. Hit me up on Twitter if you think I'm wrong, at CTH415. But, you know, Philly, Embiid would have been just obnoxious and annoying, and undeservedly so. Uh, Boston, I mean, anything Boston, I'm, I'm good. Pass, hard pass. Milwaukee, you know, maybe Milwaukee would have been all right, but since they were kind of the darling pick, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but losing to Toronto is not the worst. It does suck the injuries and some of the drama that's happened throughout the series. You know, with Mark Stevens pushing Kyle Lowry, Toronto cheering uh, Kevin Durant's injury, some of the stuff that came out, man, some of the videos and stuff that came out of Toronto fans like yelling at uh, Sonia and Dell and Aisha. Maybe, maybe Toronto's just as mean as everywhere else. You know, maybe we gave him a little too credit, too much credit. One pretty cold thing that did happen, though, uh, after the game, as soon as the game ended and Toronto won its first ever NBA championship, Woj, our man Woj, dropped a nasty Woj bomb. And I'm talking soon as the clock hit zero, Woj sends out the tweets Uh, ESPN sources, the Washington Wizards are preparing to make a prolific offer to Toronto's championship architect Masai Ujiri as much as $10 million annually to run its basketball operations. Just as soon as they won, he sends that out. That's messed up. Um, Look, we'll see what happens. I mean, obviously, we're not going to spend much time on that, but good for the Wizards. You know, there's no cap. Uh, Paying your GM doesn't affect the cap. And I know people have talked about uh, the Lakers should do that for Bob Myers or whoever, you know, another great uh, Daryl Morey, whoever's a good GM. That's what they should do. And there's no guarantee that they get him or that, you know, he would be able to fix it, but it's just a way to it's a flex, man. Good for the Wizards. And that's the kind of move you should make. You know, if you're able to find somewhat diamond in the rough, or like someone in your organization, they work out great. Groom someone to be that guy like the Warriors did with Bob Myers. Uh, that's great if it works. But if not, just go out and spend the money. Go try and get someone that you already know is great. So anyways, we'll see what happens with that. I usually do a game breakdown here, but I mean, do we really need one? Season's over. I do want to talk a little bit about the game just because it was the best finals game of this entire series. No doubt about it. It did suck when Clay went down. We'll definitely talk about that. But let's start before the game, and uh, we'll definitely talk about Oracle as well. But before the game, Draymond Green showed up in a, in a Mac Dre shirt. Shout out. Love that. Stuff was suited. You know, he, he, he had mentioned after Game 5, like, what is the most Oakland thing I can wear? He ended up just showing up in a suit, which is fine. But, uh, you know, shout out the Mac Dre shirt for sure. Uh, Oakland KD shirts and towels were made by Oaklandish for uh, everyone in attendance. Which was cool, and it, so it said Oakland, and then had the K and the D highlighted for Kevin Durant, obviously. Uh, Quinn Cook wore KD's warm-up shirt, and it just, uh, you know, it was a—it tough, man. It was a tough night, but in the first, uh, Kevon Looney started, which I think is the first time all playoffs that he started, which is kind of funny, the, the time that Steve Kerr decides to finally go to it uh, is Game 6. Draymond had a turnover on the very first possession, and this was a major theme. There are a couple things that cost the Warriors this game. Um obviously the the fact that KD and Clay. KD was out, and then Clay eventually left the game. But turnovers was one of them, and miss free throws was another one. And the tough part is to miss free throws, it's not as if good free throw shooters were missing them. So it's hard to get too upset, I guess. I mean, obviously you're upset, but it was Draymond and Iguadala missing a lot of free throws. It's not as if Steph or Clay came out and missed a bunch. Uh, Draymond 0 for 2, Andre 1 for 5. Cousins was 4 for 7. Clay 10 for 10, Steph 6 for 6, but that's 9 points left on the board right there. While uh, Toronto was 23 of 29. And then as far as turnovers go, Warriors had 16. Half of those motherfuckers were from Draymond. He was out of control control with his passes and some of his decision making. He was good in a lot of other areas. I mean, he had, what, fifteen six. he had 19 rebounds, excuse me. 19 rebounds, 13 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, 11 points, 8 turnovers. And I know it's hard to bash him when he does all that other stuff so well, but eight turnovers and what ended up being a four-point game, but was really a one-point game because the four points is basically just the free throw game they play at the end. It's just that that kills that kills you every time, and half of them coming from him is tough. Kyle Lowry killed it tonight. He especially killed it in the first. Uh, he scored the first eleven points. He outscored the Warriors eleven to four. The Warriors had three turnovers. In that stretch, uh, Kawhi was shutting down Clay initially, but they ended up taking him off him just because it was gonna, uh, you know, tire out Kawhi, and he they needed his offense. Siakam knocked down a couple threes. Clay started to get it going, dropped eight straight, couple threes. We were we got game six Clay for sure. That's what sucks so much about about uh, the injury. Steph had zero attempts in the first eight minutes. You know, got victimized a couple times, leaving Van Vleet open. Look, I love Steph. We all love Steph. But this was not a good game for him, especially when you get a good game out of everyone else. And I know they were trapping him, sending a bunch of bunch of defenders at him. But still, you got to figure it out. And part of it is him. Part of it is Steve Kerr. Stop sending a a screen his way when all that's doing is bringing a second defender to him. Let him go one-on-one. Let him cook Van Vliet. But instead, it was continuing to call for screens and continuing to... Uh, to bring the the extra defenders. Uh, Draymond had four of his eight turnovers in the first quarter. Uh, the Warriors did fight back, though. It was 33-32 after the first. Good to be down one, especially when Toronto hit seven of 14 threes and Lowry had 14 points. 15 points, excuse me. Uh, in the second, they started with Quinn, Sean Livingston, Clay, Kevon Looney, and DeMarcus Cousins, and that was the first time that lineup had ever played. Steve Kerr was... Doing what he had to. Doing what he had to. I don't want to bash him for some lineup decisions because he only had so many options. Uh, they finally went small with Alfonso McKinney and Steph, Clay, Andre, and Draymond. And it worked until Zoe started getting beat uh, by, by Kawhi and Kyle Lowry, etc. Uh, so they went back to the regular lineup. Lowry was killing it. He had 21 points uh, in the first half. Uh, seven to ten shooting, four or five from three. Clay had eighteen points. Steph only had nine on two of seven. You know, Steph was playing the right way for the most part. You know, trying to set up his teammates, but he kind of wet the bed in the last two minutes of the first half. Uh, took a bad shot, had a bad turnover on the last two possessions, and that allowed the the Raptors to go up three. It was sixty to fifty seven at the end of the first half. Uh, rebounding wise, Warriors did great rebounding in the first half. 22 rebounds, 6 offensive. Toronto had 17, three offensive. But the 3-point shooting and the turnovers is what kept the Raptors in it. Warriors were 4 of 12. Toronto was 9 of 18. 10 turnovers for the Warriors. And uh, 4 of those were from Draymond. In the third, same starters for the Warriors. Fred Van Fleet for Danny Green, which is something... Look, it was weird that he continued to do it, but it continued to work. So I, I get it. Kind of. I don't. I don't understand the reasoning to initially do it, but it worked. Uh, the Fred Van Vliet for for Danny Green move in every game. Steph was missing open threes. He got run into by Gasol on a screen. Looked like a Charlie horse. Got up hobbling. Kicked up. Picked up three quick fouls in the first two and a half minutes of the third quarter. Uh, Warriors went uh, to a zone, and it worked. It worked well. Uh, Back to Steph's three quick fouls. One of them was not a foul. He he got a bad call. Uh, I think Mark Davis is a really bad official. I'm just putting that out there. I I also tweeted out, I guess if your name's Mark Davis, you have to be bad at your job. That's also a shot at Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders. I just think Mark Davis is a bad official. and It's a bad look in the NBA that 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 guy is good enough to be on your finals crew. But anyways, uh, Andre killed it. That's what also hurts about tonight's loss is you got a massive game from Andre Guadala. Massive. He was 9-15, 3-6 from three, 22 points. Again, problem was 1-5 of from the free throw line. That hurt. Hurt them in the long run. And what hurt even more is this is when Clay gets hurt on a transition dunk attempt. Danny Green fouls him. Clay comes down awkwardly, hurts his knee, starts heading to the locker room, but then they tell him if he can't shoot the free throws, then he has... He won't be allowed to come back into the game, even if he's healthy. So he comes back, knocks down the free throws, Warriors foul. Uh, Those free throws put him up five, but in having to foul, they were in the bonus. Toronto goes to the line, knocks down two free throws, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Draymond, Warriors are up five with 40 seconds left. Draymond dribbles into an awful three, uh, like a terrible three. And because no one else got back on defense, gave up a fast break layup to Lowry, Yada, yada, yada. Warriors are up two going into the fourth. And in the fourth, this is the lineup they start with. This is my favorite note of the night. Quinn, Sean Livingston, Jonas Terebko, Draymond Green, DeMarcus Cousins, in parentheses, what the f***? And to no one's surprise, that lineup was pretty sloppy. Uh, so were the Raptors at this point, though. Siakam and Lowry were killing it from three. Uh, they, they seemed to just knock one down every time they needed it. Uh, it was... It was tough. Draymond, like, this is my example of Draymond's turnovers. He would, in the fourth, he gets a steal, turns it over on an outlet pass, which then gives Ibaka an open floater. It was just stuff like that. It was sloppy. It was bad. Uh, At nine minutes and 40 seconds left, we get the update that Clay is out for the remainder of the game. And I haven't really talked about him, his game, much yet because I've been talking about the negatives. Clay was eight of 12, four of six from three, 10 of 10 from the free throw line, five rebounds, two steals. And 30 points. And that was before the third quarter ended. So it was a huge loss. I, you know, I hate to, I hate when people say if we have this person or that person, we would have won. It's hard to imagine the Warriors not winning without Klay Thompson, but oh well. Big stretch from Sean Livingston, scores six straight. Steph was missing open threes. Uh, Andre was incredible. Like he would dribble into mid-range jumpers. He was just getting it done. Uh, Fred VanVleet took over for Toronto in the fourth. I think he had 12 points. He really took over in the fourth. Uh, The Warriors had a chance with, what, like 10 seconds left. Uh, Toronto inbounds it. They get it to Kawhi. Kawhi gets it to Danny Green. Draymond pressures him uh, in the corner of the half court, and he tries to get it to Siakam, who tips it out of bounds. Warriors have like nine seconds left to get a, a shot off. They're down by one. They get Steph an open look from three. He misses. Scramble for the ball. Draymond gets it, calls a timeout. That's a technical because they did not have any timeouts left. Ball game, Toronto wins. They are the 2019 NBA champs. Going to take a break, come back, uh, play some sound. I want to talk about Oracle Arena a little bit as well. That's all coming up next on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
1: What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? I want to play some post game sound for you. Uh, Steve Kerr, one of the things he said, which is weird, because when Clay got hurt, he was hopping around trying to get back in. Obviously, because that's Clay Thompson. He's he's one of the toughest players in the NBA, if not the toughest. And Steve Kerr says Clay told him like it all. All I need is a couple two minute rest, and then I'm back. I'm good to go. And then the next thing Steve knows, he's being told that Clay's out for the rest of the game. Steve Kerr was asked about just all the injuries his team faced in the postseason, and uh, here's what he had to say:
2: More than the what ifs is just um, just feeling. Uh, feeling bad for the players involved you know um injuries are always part of um the the nba season any professional sport um uh, injuries play a huge role and uh, it, it's just the the nature of these injuries the severity of these injuries um uh, and we'll know more about clay but um uh, you know we can sit here and say well if this hadn't happened or that hadn't happened uh, that doesn't matter what matters is um, you know kevin durant is going to miss next season with an Achilles tear and and clay suffered a knee injury and we'll know as i said we'll know more uh, before too long but it's just brutal it's just brutal what what these guys have had to uh, deal with and what they're dealing with right now and um so that's that's my initial
1: feeling. There's Steve on the injuries. And as much as Clay's injury sucked for tonight, you know, and losing game six, uh, the bottom line is the most important thing is his health for next season. The hope is that it's nothing serious, but he did leave the arena on crutches. So we'll have to wait and see what exactly it is that happened. But, I mean, it's not just something – it's not just an injury that affects tonight's game, similar to KD. Like, he's going to miss next season entirely. So, hopefully it's nothing serious, but we'll have to wait and see. Draymond talked about just going out and lining up with his team and how proud he is of his guys, and uh, here's what Draymond had to say on that topic. Uh,
3: I mean, feel great, you know, to go to war with those guys every single night, um, you know, through through everything we went through this year. Uh, it's you know, you look at some of the stuff that's going on, and it's like, oh, that was two years ago. No, that was like five months ago, you know, seven months ago, two months ago. Like, everything this team has been through, I'm extremely proud of the guys. Uh, you know, the way we fought, uh, you know, it was great. But, you know, we lost. There's no more victories. Uh, you know, congratulations to Toronto. Uh, they, you know, they played a great series, and um, they deserve to win.
1: I agree with Draymond. I mean, Look, the fact that this was a one point game with nine seconds left and they had a chance to win it, they deserve a lot of credit. But there are no moral victories. You lost. Uh, but again, like, I, it was impressive that it was even this close, especially after Clay went out. Clay was basically carrying them for the most part, for most of the game, offensively at least. And uh, Clay goes out and they're still able to make it a game, still have a shot at winning. Like, Yes, they should be proud. They should get some credit, but I agree with Draymond. No moral victories. Speaking of Clay, Draymond was asked about him also.
3: Well, you know, when, without Clay, uh, it's tough. You know, it takes some shooting off the floor, uh, you know, so spacing is not quite there. Um, obviously, one of our best defenders, um, you know, and probably a guy that got the most heart on his team, you know. He, it's not really the most popular opinion, but you know, as a guy who's been with Clay for seven years, I don't know many people with as much hard as Clay. So you know, the way he was playing, as aggressive as he was, uh, you know, he was he was carrying us. And you know, when he went down, obviously, you know, it's, we lose a lot. Uh, but when he came back out of the tunnel, did you
0: know it was just to shoot the free throws, or did you think Clay's coming back? He's going to play some more.
3: Oh, I knew it was just to shoot the free throws. Um, but also with Clay, he would—if they would have let him stay out there, he would have stayed. That's just who he is. And you see, he try to run back down the floor. Like, what are you doing? Um, but that's <laughs> Clay. How many people is going to play with a hamstring injury? No one. Like, no one does that. So uh, that's just who he is, man. That guy is. I, he's a warrior, and obviously that's you know no pun intended with that, but it's no other way to describe him. Uh, you know he's going to give everything he got every time he step on the floor, and even some things that he don't have, uh, which is health, he was going to try to give it more. That's just who he is. Um, that's why we love him.
1: That's why we love him too. Now it's weird this off or this postseason. It took guys getting hurt and the Warriors losing for them to "quote unquote" earn respect of, I don't know, certain media members or whatever. Uh, which, by the way, if you ever questioned Kevin Durant his his heart or whatever, same thing with Clay or his toughness or anything like that, uh, you're just dumb and not paying attention. And if it took injuries and guys wanting to come back to from injury for you to recognize that they, you know, are are some of the toughest. And, uh, you know, care about playing, care about their teammates, all that stuff, then I don't know, just pay attention. Maybe you'll figure it out next time. But it's just weird that that's the conversation now instead of, you know, two finals MVPs and Clay playing through every injury he's ever gotten. But that's how it goes. Draymond was also asked if he was shocked that Clay tried to get back into the game.
3: Not shocked me one bit. You know, Clay is, he's crazy, uh, to say the least. You know, he is going, he loved to play basketball, and no matter what he's got, he's going to try to be out there on the floor. So, um, it's not shocking at all. And I'm sure he tried to get back out there on the floor, and they just would not let him. And so, you know, it sucks. Obviously, we're praying that everything is okay. Um. But that's a tough one.
1: I just wanted to make sure I got in there. Uh, Draymond calling Clay crazy because I like it. I think that's funny. And he is, man. He is. But one thing that was definitely on my mind, I'm sure other people as well, when they ruled Clay out, you know, how much does this have to do with Kevin Durant's injury? And are they being overly protective and, and stuff like that? And we'll never have a definitive answer, but definitely a question that I thought. And I'm sure a lot of other people did as soon as they heard Clay was out for the rest of the game. And we actually do have a definitive answer. Jumping back in here because I did record all of this directly after the game finished. But we just got an update. It turns out Clay Thompson believed he tore his ACL in the third quarter when he got fouled by Danny Green on that dunk attempt. Not a lot else to report. I just wanted to make sure I got it in there. And it absolutely sucks and will affect the Warriors next offseason, or next season. And it'll be interesting to see how they address it in the off season. I still would imagine Clay's getting the max offer that he deserves. But he's going to be missing some time at the start of, of next season, maybe at least half. But we'll get into that more on Monday. We'll do a deep dive on that and what the, the Warriors are going to have to do moving forward. But Clay Thompson torn ACL and is out. Back! to your regular scheduled podcast. We're going to take one more break, come back. I got a few more things I want to play for you guys. Talk about Oracle Arena and just some of the best moments that ever happened there. It's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
1: Uh, dubs, lose, game six of the NBA Finals and the NBA Finals to the Toronto Raptors. Congratulations to them. Congrats to Kawhi Leonard for winning Finals MVP. I don't think I had mentioned that yet. I think everyone, I just figured everyone already knew. But just in case, yes, Kawhi Leonard won Finals MVP and was one vote away from being unanimous. Uh, Hubie Brown is just an old doofus who uh, decided to vote Fred VanVleet the Finals MVP, which is so stupid. Uh, the The voting system is dumb. Hubie Brown, not my favorite. On TV, during the games, or his voting. So, anyways, uh, moving on, but congrats to Kawhi. So, Oracle Arena, something that got lost in this is that it's the last game at Oracle Arena. And credit to the crowd that was incredible tonight. They were going crazy. They really sent it off well, for sure. You know, the the talk of... Oh, it's the tech crowd. And there's some truth to it. You know, a lot of people got priced out. But they brought their A game tonight. And, uh, it was, it was a great environment. Too short, E40, Mr. Fab, G, Easy all performed at halftime, which was a great scene. Uh, it was awesome. And tons of memories at Oracle. Obviously, we believe, obviously, this entire run, uh, the incredible Vince Carter dunk contest during in the, uh, the all-star weekend at at Oracle, you know, tons of tons of great memories. But obviously the most prolific time is these last five years. And Steve Kerr talked about the last five years.
2: It's, um, actually it's hard to put into words how I feel about, about our team. Um, what, what I've witnessed, um, as their coach over the last five years, um, it is just an incredible combination of talent and character and commitment to each other. Um, this this just doesn't happen. Um, it just a group of guys like this don't come around together and do what they did over the last five years. Uh, and I've I've been lucky enough to to be their coach. Um, that's what I told them in the locker room. I can't can't tell you my gratitude in terms of just being put in this position uh, to be with this group and to coach them and to help them. Um, But I I, I could not be any luckier as, as a coach uh, to be with these guys every day and to, to watch them compete and boy, do they compete. I think they showed that in this series and throughout the playoffs.
1: uh. There's Steve on just his experience over the last five years with this team and what they've been able to do. He also mentioned he was incredibly proud and amazed that his team was even uh, had a shot to win it at the end with all the injuries that they have, uh, which I agree with. Uh, Draymond was also asked about this team and how, you know, some people say it's the end of the dynasty or whatever, and uh, Draymond had a a Draymond reaction to it, which I loved.
3: Clearly this wasn't our year, Uh, you know. But, side of cookie crumbles sometimes. But yeah, you know I hear a lot of that noise. It's the end of a run and all that jazz. I don't see it happening though. We'll be back.
1: We'll be back. That's from Draymond Green. Yeah, I look. This is still the core three, core four of this team of Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala. And regardless of whether KD re-signs with the Warriors or not, they're not going to have him next year. So I'm, I'm confident in this team moving forward. I do think that there's going to be uh, some major roster turnover this offseason. But as far as this being the end of a run, I doubt it. And I'm not going to call my shot now, You know, especially to do it immediately after the finals ended. But you remember that Spurs team that lost uh, to the Heat on that crazy Ray Allen three and blah, blah, blah. And the next year they came back and just ran through everyone. I don't know. We'll see. Good example. Good example though. Good work, Chuck. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Going to wrap this thing up. I'll be back next week with full uh, off season looks, free agency coming up. The draft is literally less than a week away. Got a lot of draft stuff coming up. Uh, Speaking of which, be sure to check out the, Locked on NBA draft shows we got going on right now. You uh, can find them on Himalaya, the free new podcasting app. Go ahead and download that too. But Locked on NBA draft shows going on all throughout the week and next week. The Warriors will air on Tuesday, June 18th. But check out all the other ones too. Great insight, great player breakdowns. Uh, that, that's the best part is you get player breakdowns because look, as accurate as we all are, we're not all going to get these picks right. And so you can hear about the players and who you guys might like as well. So be sure to check that out. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a crazy season, uh, but it's been a lot of fun on my end. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. And there is no real off season. I'll be back Monday, but the basketball's over for now. So thank you guys so much for listening to Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day
3: you can't climb a mountain if it's smooth right you gotta go over the rough spots
0: (laughs) peace you are locked on warriors your daily podcast on the golden state warriors part of the locked on podcast network your team every day